Welcome back to Neon Nights in the Oasis, Episode 2, Deconstruction. We're glad to have you along for this ride into government-sponsored Oasis propaganda. So grab those bootstraps and get ready to pick yourself up, because Episode 2 starts now. Dennis Thurgood, Oasis Citizen of the Year, looks on admiringly as his boss Dexter and his good friend Sputnik exchange credit chips for goods and services, as all loyal capitalists do. In this particular case, the goods being exchanged is the singular decapitated head of a union member, while the service Sputnik is providing could technically be classified as private security. After the money has been exchanged and the head tossed into the limousine's built-in swimming pool, Dennis notices several spots of blood on his boss's vehicle. Using the hem of his shirt, he wipes it all up, and then stepping back to admire his work, he notices sudden movement on the sheer reflective coat of this extra stretch limousine. Let's get everyone to roll a perception check. Three. Oh no. Good lord. I rolled a two. Five. Oh my god. <laughs> Never fear. Bo, Sneed is here. That's a 16. Dexter, Dennis, and Sputnik are, you know, having a small discussion about what they're going to go do next. Bo, you're, you know, sitting there writing stuff up when you look up and you notice that of this small crowd that's kind of formed around them, a group of three people walk up and the largest of the three carrying a pipe walks up to Dennis and, and slams it over your back. And it does absolutely nothing. Pauses for a second, tries to do it again. And... <laughs> Slams it on the other side and it does nothing. Dennis, you slowly turn and notice that there's a small crowd of relatively angry, relatively union-looking people that are behind you. And the the person who just slammed you with the pipe goes, "You, you, you killed my union brother. You, you're your friend. You bastard." Ah, they deserved it, like all you union scum do. And he opens fire with the heavy his light machine gun. <laughs> and remember that you get plus two to accuracy for being in my party. So I gain plus nine to hit with heavy sharpshooting weapons. Okay. And I also get advantage to hit. Okay. We roll two dice. Two sharpshooting? Yeah, two sharpshooting. So that's one natural one, so it's advantage. Oof a doof. And then my perks, uh, they have plus nine, so that would be the plus four past the plus five. Okay, so that's a 30 on your first sharpshooter check. Okay. I do my damage. So 17. 17, yeah. Whoa. Okay, so 17. Double the damage dice with the bang for your buck perk. 32. It's a lot of murder. So that's 32, and then plus 1d10, and then I'm done. (laughs) Oh my god. That's 42 damage. Damn. You pull your gun out. And, you know, with a grin on your face, unleash just untold carnage to this entire crowd of people. There's the person in front of you that just hit you with the thing shredded in an instant. Like there's a bloody stumps where the feet used to be. And then another four or five people back in the completely arbitrary group of crowd that's surrounding you. Another 10 of them just go down instantly. You have shredded almost like a like a like a cone action. You have shredded this entire section of citizens that are standing there. <laughs> Just to be clear, we have started at level nine in Neon Knights, so that's like yeah. a level nine character. Yeah, yeah this is level nine. Yeah. yeah, it's a good point. It's it's a good thing to remind level nine characters, and we have a lot of perks <laughs> and a lot of stuff. These are action heroes in every sense of the word. <laughs> 
Sputnik, it's your turn. And after you just saw Dennis do this entire thing, the other two people that looks like they were about to hit you have fallen backwards on their hands and are sitting on the ground and sort of like backing up like in a horror movie as the crowd begins to disperse and run away. That being said, though, these all look pretty union to me. I will do an attack. Which weapon are you using? A big fuck off chainsaw. 15. That does hit. Roll, roll some damage dice. Uh, 16 damage. Spicy. And I'm going to attack again. There are three or more enemies in a three by three area around you. You're all surrounded. 20 damage to one of them. Right, yeah. That's <laughs> enough. I'm going to hit another one before I go. Okay. <laughs> Minus five to my attack growth from that. Oh god, yeah, that still hits. <laughs> All right, so with fire in your eyes, you raise your chainsaw above your head as the person on the ground goes, no, 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 no! And you cut directly through them in half, and uh, the body like pauses for a second and then splits open. And you laugh and take another step forward at someone who's crawling away, and you shove the chainsaw down, give it a rev, <laughs> and just cause their organs to spray everywhere. They're just convulsing violently, and yeah, it's just blood and gore everywhere. The street is is are covered in the blood of your enemies, and we still have more people. Thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> Low speed. Yes. You're standing closer to the limousine than everyone else is. Yes. What are you doing? Well, I am making sure that I get right in there, take plenty of photographs and some old school MP4 files, okay, on this little camera. Oh, it's just bringing me back to my youth. It's going to be so fucking pixelated. And uh, I'm making sure to get excellent shots and I've I've kind of turned Jenny down a little bit for the moment I don't need to hear that negativity in my life <laughs> and um, I'm making sure to just get some brilliant views my notes are essentially like blood has landed on the notepad and I've just kind of circled it I've just kind of circled the blood and gone yes that's that's blood <laughs> I'm not sure how we're going to print that but I'll find a way I'm just getting an excellent shot all right do you want to do something for your turn Oh, well, no, that, that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the use item action and I'm going to use my camera. All right. Let's have you do a perception and a dexterity check. Darn, I really shouldn't have made you make me roll for this because I'm not very good at those, but them's the breaks. Perception, that's a 12 total. Cool. And a dexterity, dexterity, that would be a 10 overall. All right. You managed to snap some decent shots of uh, Sputnik right as he's about to, and then right as he's finished chainsawing the first person in half. Oh, beautiful. None of this is really publishable, but it looks pretty cool. Oh, it's publishable for me, darling. <laughs> Next up is Dexter. Dexter, there is one remaining Union person that had a weapon crawling away from you. Doesn't really seem to be showing any sort of threat. I'm going to take a few steps forward, and then I'm going to start leveraging existing paradigms here. And I, I lean forward and say, Union guy, this is going to be a lot more painful for you if you don't handle this business yourself. Why don't you uh, take that there gun and... Uh, Pointed at your own business. Oh god! <laughs> he looks up at you and then looks over and sees Sputnik like in the middle of chainsawing one of his people, and his hand sort of shakily comes up to his head, and he goes, "Wow!" <laughs> and he shoots himself in the head. 
Didn't even have to roll for it. I like it. <laughs> I think Svernik is intimidating enough. Yeah. So the three of you, um, you're, you're standing in the middle of all the blood and guts. And at this point, most of the crowd has run away. At this point, if you're taking shots, it's like pot shots, like off in the distance at people running away, which you can still do. But there's no one here that's uh, giving you any sort of threat. Sputnik, you are truly at the bleeding edge of mercenary work. Nah. Would fine Oasis heroes such as our player characters today not take pot shots at the fleeing Union scum? I think they probably would. I'll do it. And he just opens fire in the crowd. <laughs> Thurgood gets results. All right, Dennis Thurgood, uh, let's let's have you roll a, to attack a generic crowd. A fleeing generic crowd. <laughs> That's an 11. And then that's plus nine. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. enough. <laughs> I, th I don't think it's even possible for you to fail missing this. So you don't even really need to roll the damage here unless you just really want to flex. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's okay. You pull your gun out and just... You begin mowing down these union scum that are running away. And as they fall to the ground, they say, Higher wages for the people! Down with bosses! Not today, buddy. But you stop all of that in its tracks and soon the street is relatively empty. And then suddenly all of the doors and windows nearby open up and the regular people come out from the buildings and they come up and they say, Dennis, oh my gosh, those union people were terrorizing us. Thank you so much for getting rid of that gigantic crowd. I just didn't feel safe wandering around the Oasis without without you here. Thank you so much, Dennis. No problem. It's a job for Dennis Thurgood. That's why I'm citizen of the year. And he does this like really cheesy pose with his like, like machine gun on his shoulder. Oh, hell yeah. Let me get you to roll a style check. Oh God, all right. 13. 13, all right. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> Bosefeed, uh, Oasis News Network. Would you mind if uh, I got a photo of you with your heroes of the hour? She says, oh yeah, totally. And she goes up and she like hover hands around. <laughs> she like puts her arm up, but not quite touching it because it's just covered in blood. Look at a, a lovely photo and turn to her and go, would you say that your life was saved today by Citizen of the Year, Dennis Thurgood? Why, yes, I would. I would say exactly that. Would you say that unions are the bane of Oasis City? Yes. Good. Could you say that directly into this recorder, please? Directly into this recorder, please. Uh, no, unions are the... Oh, dear. No, look. Unions are the bane of Oasis City, okay? Go, go. Unions are the bane... What was the second part? Of Oasis City. Unions are bane in Oasis City. That'll do. Did I do it? You did it. You did a wonderful job. Did a wonderful job. Jenny, get an editor on standby, okay? Um, a wonderful <laughs> job. Uh, wonderful. Um, excellent. And this photo. Uh, in fact, hang on. Just one moment. Um, uh, lean down, scoop up some blood and kind of like flick my fingers at her. So she's got a bit of blood on her face. And go, oh, gosh. It looks like you were in terrible danger. <laughs> Brilliant, what a great photo. <laughs> All right, you, you capture, go ahead and add to your inventory uh, some of these photos that you're putting down of uh, blood so Oh, I will. Yeah, blood splattered photo <laughs> with, with Oasis Citizen and Dennis. So after a couple of minutes, the people kind of disperse because, you know, the regular citizens of the Oasis only have about five minutes of free time in order to take their breaks. Otherwise, it's wage theft. 
God. You're left alone on the street, covered in blood. Some cleaners come by and begin working to clean up the oasis and get it back to its uh, shiny self. Unorganized cleaners, one hopes. Yes, <laughs> indeed, they're robots. Sputnik is going to walk up to one of them and just say, spray me. The robot kind of processes you and says, cleaning mobile trash can. <laughs> and then just like sprays you up and down. <laughs> Mobile trash can is my father's name. <laughs> <laughs> the party has gathered back in the limousine and is speeding off towards the blue chip construction facility, the construction yard for the blue chip construction facility. Just to be clear, the blue chip construction facility is itself under construction. This is the construction this, I don't know why I made it like this. I don't know why I'm like this. Uh, but this is the way it is. And it's the construction facility for the blue chip construction facility. The um, small amounts of blood are kind of soaking into the seats that you're sitting on, which is great because it adds more jobs for people in the Oasis. So you can work at a fair wage. Sputnik's in the pool. <laughs> Sputnik is instead crawled to the back and is lounging in the pool uh, out back. The bloody pool. Oh God, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> there's, a, there's a head floating in there, like a little rubber ducky. <laughs> Oh, no. And what is Sputnik doing with his head? Just, like, bopping it a little bit. Booping it. Idiot scum. (laughs) It's a good job that that head belonged to a filthy union worker, isn't it? Nah. I mean, I shouldn't say union worker, because they don't do any work, that's for sure. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) For a journalist, you're really funny. Oh, (laughs) I've had my run-ins with unions. They tried to unionize back in Night City, and us journos got wrapped up in it. They tried to pull us in, and, uh, well, I don't want anyone telling me when or when I can't work. I want to work myself to the bone for this job. It's my passion. (laughs) I like the fiery enthusiasm. You have moxie. Wait, no, I'm not from the 40s. What am I doing? (laughs) So you arrive at the blue chip construction facility, construction facility, and uh, step out of the limousine and it it goes off to go and circle around the block um, because parking is probably quite expensive here. In which case it definitely parks. Come on. (laughs) It smashes several other cars out of the way. automatically posts a bill saying, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll pay for this, and uh, then parks itself. And uh, the four of you are standing in front of the blue chip construction construction facility. Out front, sure enough, as was promised, there is a set of maybe 10 to 20 very large-looking kind of nomad-ish protesters. Uh, they've all got like heavy leathers and and tons of armor and are way better balanced than the ones you just fought, carrying signs saying things like, Corner offices on the penthouse suite for all of us. And we want salaries equal to the CEO. And another one that says three hour work days. We can't build that many corners. Come on. <laughs> Higher aid people make octagon. They see the four of you kind of standing there. And um, one of them steps forward and says, are you here to join our protest? Hmm. I guess you could say that I'm not here to join your protest today. Why don't you step away from the vehicle before I blow your head off of your shoulders? The guy says, oh, oh, all right. I mean, you don't have to get so aggressive about it. Step away from the vehicle, please. He turns his sign again and you can see that it says salaries equal to the CEO. Number one demand. Ah. (laughs) They appear to be blocking your way into the construction facility, though none of them are carrying weapons and they haven't. They don't seem to be 
acting in any violent way towards anyone. They're just physically impeding people from going in. One might even say they're holding the building hostage, kidnapping it, gun to the head of the building. Can Sputnik just walk through? Uh, Sputnik can try, yeah. <laughs> Sputnik has many public fear points for a reason. All right, um, let's roll your public fear first to see how many people you can get to move out of the way. That's an 18. Let's get you to roll your intimidation. Yeah, he just sort of revs his chainsaw as he walks by. So I feel like that's making a threat against someone. So it's plus three to his intimidation. That's a 26. Oh my God. You rev up your chainsaw and you begin walking towards the crowd. And sure enough, they part like the Red Sea and you just walk right through the center of them all the way up to one. And right in front of a little barrier that they've constructed is one guy holding a sign that says corner offices for everyone. He sees you walk up and he looks up and goes, Sir, I'm sorry, I, I can't let you get, go any further. He just stands there. This is picket line. Do you know what I see? $1,500. And he carves them in fucking half. Okay. <laughs> 15,000, by the way. Sputnik is not good with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Uh, let me get you to roll a attack roll on him. I'm assuming I'm surrounded by enemies. Yes. 28 to hit. Ooh, lot to hit. Um, if I roll a nat 20, do I get anything for that? Uh, yes, you roll double damage. Double damage, okay. I'm gonna tear him to fucking shreds. With the precision of someone with a chainsaw carving up an ice sculpture, you carve up this poor person into a human sculpture of a sculpture of a person with no arms or legs. When <laughs> <laughs> several swift strikes, you, you remove all of the limbs and they plop down to the ground and just begin screaming and then you drive the chainsaw directly into their head. Union busting. As the head splits, the crowd around you is stunned. Everyone else gets one action before they begin reacting. I would like to uh, get on top of something tall and start holding a speech. I'm going to film this speech. <laughs> yeah, please do. There is a small decorative boulder, several small decorative boulders that basically keep people from driving too close. So you stand up on one of those decorative boulders. I'm going to use uh, my skill Vox Populi. It makes me roll advantage on all persuasion, intimidation and diplomacy rolls targeted toward a crowd. So I have triple advantage. <laughs> 27. All right. So oh my nice. God. <laughs> all right. So 27 is your max out of all three of those. I stand up in this rock and I go, friends, employees, you have been deceived by the union. Deceived? What does he mean? Deceived? Do you not understand that the union wishes only to pull you in under its influence so that it can gain more power so it can crush you under its boot? It will take away all your individual freedom to choose to negotiate. Why have one corner office in a penthouse when you could have the entire penthouse and all your enemies could have nothing? That is the power of personal negotiations and that is what the unions are denying you. Wow, oh my gosh, you hear the crowd mutter. Is that Dexter Caldwell? Someone that important surely knows what they're talking about. I think we may have been deceived by this union and God, I really hated Jeremy. So I'm kind of glad that that Sputnik person just carved him up. That is who that is, right? And, and of course, look at that person next to you. That person 
is a filthy union organizer. <laughs> they want to take away your rights. <laughs> and what are you going to do about it? That's right. You are going to kill them. You are going to stop them from taking your rights away. Immediately, the entire crowd turns into a riot and they begin fighting each other. They grab their signs and start wailing on each other's heads, just <laughs> slamming them in, using the butt of them to gouge out the eyes of, and, and break the noses of their fellow workers. And you step down from the decorative boulder, the entire crowd no longer considers you a threat, and they're they're devolving into acts of violence amongst each other. And and for each one that takes out another one, someone else like hits them on the back of the head. And uh, you have a free and clear. Fuck you, Jerry! Microwaving salt for salmon in the break room. I just killed you already. You have a clear path directly to the construction facility. All right, I just stroll on in through the corpses and stepping over the bodies and the blood soaking into the concrete outside this production facility, you walk through the, the, the small courtyard out front and arrive at the front door. As I walk back past Bo, I just smugly say, I have an IQ of 180. <laughs> I, I'll put that in the article. Uh, top 10 things about Dexter Callum that you didn't know. Number 180 will shock you. <laughs> I don't know why there are 180 things in this list, but I guess that's one of the things <laughs> that will shock you about this top 10 list. One, his first IQ point. <laughs> second IQ point. <laughs> You're standing outside of the main building, which is still partially under construction and inside you can kind of hear that there are people moving around you can sense that this is the direction of the story <laughs> the director might have been a little lazy and didn't necessarily give you a specific reason to go to this building of all the other ones but here you are and you're standing out front outside in front of it you all look at each other standing on both sides of the door and then suddenly the door slides open maybe we can find the union leader in there and uh formulate a uh, solution. About halfway through that sentence, Sputnik has started to walk in. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I've walked in too. All right, Sputnik, you walk through the front door, look around the half-finished warehouse, and you notice about 15 feet away and looking in your direction is a person that's about your same height. Okay. Oh, they're, they're huge. They're enormous. And they're carrying a big old spear looking thing that seems to have a, uh, a circular saw on the end of it. Oh, damn. You stare at each other for a second. And then he sort of tilts his head to the right. We should kill each other. <laughs> Hi there. Union? Dennis, who are, you, who are you specifically talking to? Oh, I'm talking to the big guy with the circular saw. He looks at you and as he turns to you, you see that he's got a mask on, kind of like Bane. Yes, we are Union. Are Union? No, and I think it's about time that your insurance has ran out. Suddenly, there's movement on the outer edges of the warehouse, and from behind pillars on the first and second floor, several people step out from the shadows wielding weapons. One of the figures, a shorter, hacker-looking type, peers down from the second floor platform, pulls out a small data pad, and looking <laughs> at Sputnik, gets sort of like an evil grin, and tap, 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 and puts their hand out and does almost like a, like a thing, and Sputnik, you feel the the different type of biotech inside your head begin to activate as you slowly turn towards Dennis, uh, assuming you fail this roll. Uh -oh. So this person is going to use what what they're using uh, mechanically is they're using a disarmor, causing an enemy to set down or shoot others with their weapon. 
you don't have a gun, so I'm going to rule it as shooting can also mean uh, uh, like hitting somebody. It's going to be an intelligence versus your uh, mental resistance. Oh, good. I have a chance. 14. I do not have a chance. <laughs> Rot row. You feel yourself turn slightly towards Dennis and then continue turning towards Dexter and are compelled to lift your chainsaw and drive it directly into the heart of Dexter Callum. Can I get you to roll an attack roll to on Dexter? I'm sorry, Dexter. How's all that biotech suiting you now, uh, Spooks? 24. I believe, yep, that's going to hit Dexter. Stop wearing any armor. No, I'm not. I'm wearing a business suit. I'm not a combat person. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I'm a little bit so terrified. I, I think you might have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> going to happen. I'm so sorry. Dexter Callum, uh, you see your Sputnik turn towards you and, and raise the chainsaw above his head. And you realize what's about to come and you notice that Sputnik is like trying to control it and you get one small chance to dodge out of the way for half damage with the dexterity check. It's half damage, half of 23. Half minus two. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you roll 23 damage? I rolled 23 damage. Oh my God. So dexterity check, he said. Yep, against, uh, and I'm gonna have you roll against Sputnik's dexterity. All right, I got a 15. That's pretty good. Good. You don't die. Yeah. Excellent. Dexter, you fly backwards and end up laying prone as Sputnik's chainsaw flies through the air and, and cuts into the ground where you were just standing. You have one HP as it slices through your business I, I have one and, HP. And part of your leg and you're laying prone on the ground and bleeding and it, it's just, it's a bad situation. But that's all the hacker gets to do. That's ah, terrifying. Sputnik. Spudnik, uh, this is going on your personnel record. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other figures that emerged from the shadows walks purposefully across the battlefield, around the large man with the circular saw spear, and takes cover behind a half-finished section of wall. This is definitely like a bookish person, probably not super well-versed in combat, but is carrying a sawed-off shotgun, leans it around the corner, points the sawed-off shotgun towards Dennis Thurgood, and tries to take two shots. Uh, and does a double attack. That's a 17 with a plus five in sharpshooting. Okay, yes, they hit me. So six points of damage. The second one just goes right into the wall and you step out of the way and glare at this bookish looking person wielding the double-barreled shotgun who, who sort of like peeks back into the wall, but not in any way that means anything mechanically. <laughs> Sputnik! Sputnik, Dexter Callum has just threatened to write you up. Next kill field charge. As long as it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> you make me hurt, friend. I hurt you. Sputnik rushes up the stairs and swings at the hacker who was just attacking them. That's a nat 20. And rolls a nat 20. Tw so 26, 20, and 15. Yep, all of those hit. Nice! Oh my god! <laughs> 69 damage! Oh, nice! nice. Alright, Sputnik, you turn around. You, 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 you go up to this hacker who was surprised to see you move with such agility. You make me hurt, employer. I hurt you. No, no, no! And you bring the chainsaw down with one swift strike. You cut off the hacker's dominant arm, which falls to the ground. You grab the arm and bitch slap him with it. And then take the chainsaw. <laughs> cut off their head and then slam the hand down on there and then just 
continue slicing them up and shoving random body parts into places they don't belong until you've made an artistic <laughs> oh portrait God. of the corpse of a very dead hacker. I make corpse sculpture. <laughs> I need to call my union and resign. <laughs> Sputnik fucked you up. Yeah, no kidding. Next up is Dexter. Dexter, you're lying on the ground. Sputnik has just run off to go and do stuff. You're bleeding heavily. Dude, things are not looking very good for you right now. So what do you do? I'm going to crawl forward and I'm going to say to the big guy with the giant axe, I'll give you $100,000 if you betray all your friends <laughs> right now. So that's my diplomacy check. That's a 19. It's pretty good. Oh. My bartering roll. Oh. That's just a six. He sort of looks you up and down and goes, you look rich, triple it. <laughs> it's a deal. And I th throw a giant like pile of cash out of my pocket. Oh, you just have a giant pile of cash on you? Of course you do, you're rich. All right. <laughs> this is gonna cause a conflict of interest because I can't afford to pay Sputnik at this point. <laughs> oh, that's gonna but be he, fun. He doesn't know that, he doesn't know that. Is there a reason we haven't heard of Dexter Callum in uh, the main future? <laughs> we'll find out. He turns towards his friend and goes, Sorry, friend. <laughs> this is my ticket to the top. And the guy goes, No, no, no. We can make so much more if we band together. And for his turn, he takes two big swings oh, no. at his uh, nearby friend. <laughs> With the first swing, he brings a circular saw spear down after revving it up a little bit. And uh, the guy goes, ah! And moves out of the way. And the data pad he's holding gets shot directly in half. He slams himself up against this wall. The second one, the guy swings and he blocks it with his gun, but a little bit of it goes into him and goes, ah, and grabs his side, goes, ah, as he collapses into the side of the wall and begins sliding down. Why? Why did you do it, Big Joe? And he goes, the money was too good. Next up is Dennis Thurgood. You dash forward into the main area of the warehouse, and as you do, you run right past the surprised face of this guy in a white lab coat, hiding amongst the crates and holding a pistol. I'm just gonna shoot that guy that's to my right. Okay. Okay, nine plus nine, so that's 18. 18, yes it does. All right, that does hit, all right. Barely. All right, so damage time. So 24 plus three, so 27. Okay, yep, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> you turn the corner around, look to the side, and you just shred this person where they're standing before they can say more than, wait, no, I'm on your... <laughs> Is there any way I could hurt the guy up on the balcony right now? Well, you just use both your actions. So I actually have a perk that gives me another shot of my attacking action with disadvantage to hit. Damn. Okay. You could use a dexterity to climb up on top of these boxes. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. is, I'm probably going to fail this, but let's try. You try to climb up on the boxes and just sort of slip and you just end up exactly where you were and end your turn. Oh, it seems like the action's happening. <laughs> You've got your camera out. Well, I wouldn't be an investigative journalist if I didn't get in there and get in on the action, would I? As you survey the scene and you look around to try and figure out like where you can get the best shot, you notice that there's an area of the warehouse close to the door that you came in, and it's it started to suddenly like hum and buzz with electricity. Arcs of blue lightning are beginning to bounce back and forth across the walls and, and through the metal grating and the piles of ominous-looking electrical equipment and barrels. Is this dangerous? Incredibly so. All right, so next up is the other hacker. This hacker person pulls out a thermal pistol 
points it directly at you. They can't attack me, I'm media. <laughs> <laughs> Press. <laughs> you anti-union types are all the same and you melt just as quickly. And takes two shots at Dennis. I could easily die here. I am so scared. Oh, God, same. That's a 20 for uh -oh. 16. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so dead. <laughs> so dead. You're unconscious. So how does that work? You go unconscious and then every turn that it's yours, you make a willpower check, I'm pretty sure. And then every time that it happens, it goes by minus two. So my turn, when it comes up, it'll be normal. Then if the next round, it'll be minus two, then minus four, minus six. Okay. But if I get below a 10, I'm dead. I'm just dead. Damn. All right. But also people can come by you and just shoot you in the head while you're unconscious. I mean, they can do that, but... It's up to you. What you want to do? All right. So that's so that's the first one. Uh, and the second shot. No, he is going to try. He's going to try and execute you. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's the name of the game in Neon Knights. Yeah. The second one goes right next to you and, and slams into the crate that you're standing right next to. Oh, <laughs> melting the side of it and out spills several very convenient medical healing equipment pieces right onto your unconscious body. <laughs> <laughs> the other bookish guy goes, listen, I don't want to have to shoot you. And the other guy goes, I'm sorry, and brings the thing up again. And he goes, Pfft and he shoots him and clips the guy in the arm. He goes, Aah! and grabs his arm and drops his weapon. Next up is gonna be Sputnik. You hear the hacker shout his pro-union nonsense and open fire, and suddenly across the room, Dennis goes down. The hacker turns to look at you, just has a super smug look on his face. <laughs> and begins to bring the pistol to point it in your direction. You realize at this point that you can either go and try and save Dennis, or you can try and attack this person, but it's gonna be difficult or impossible to do both. What are you doing, psychopath? The fucking psychopath is um actually going to save Dennis. He has a heart of gold, so long as you are not union. And also, it's a propaganda movie. You can't just leave yeah. uh, leave the oh, yeah. uh, Oasis Citizen of the Year alone. I sort of hop down, I guess, this five foot gap, and I use my wonderful healing item. All right, hey. what are what item are you using? I am using my stitching gel, which is one d four healing. Sputnik just crouches down, pours this, like, weird greenish healing goop over <laughs> Dennis All right. for two health and, um, <laughs> two hit points. and just leans down and just goes, I will be the one to kill you. Uh, with a gasp, Dennis, you, you finally open up your eyes and uh, you see the, the helmeted face of Sputnik, the cosmonaut, reaching down with a hand to sort of like buddy clasp you and pull you back up to your feet. Thank you so much. You're getting a raise this year. <laughs> For sure. Oh, all right. I get back up, apparently. It's time to get hands on. And I pull out my pistol, my large semi-auto pistol, and I'm <laughs> going to take a shot. I'm wondering, does rally arms count for me? No, you're rallying everyone else around you. Wait a minute, hang on, hang on. Just before we, are we really going to, in this propaganda campaign, have an effect that benefits all the other people, the little people around them, 
but not management. But not yourself. <laughs> okay, you make a fair point. You make a fair point. Okay, you can get your plus two as well. Because you don't actually need any of these people. You, you're only doing it just to give them a job. You could really run the whole company yourself, honestly. So nine plus seven. 16? You shoot him and boom, and hit him right in the stomach. Ah, he grabs it and he, ah, he's hurt, but he's not down. We'll use our house rule. He took more than half his hit points in one round. Therefore, he has disadvantage on whatever the fuck he does next. Hooray! This Callum Industries brand pistol is now fully tested. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. You didn't see this person coming, Bo. Oh, no. And they were hiding here in the shadows using one of their abilities to hide in the shadows. Oh, God. Yeah, they're five feet away from you. And they literally just walk right up to you. Oh, do they know who I am? <laughs> they do. They walk up and uh, behind the, the mask, this genderless, shapeless form that just appeared goes, Hello, Bo. This is going to be your last report. You chose to give an unbiased report, and that was your downfall. And tries to uh, grapple you. Oh, no. That's going to be strength versus the enemy's strength for a stun on both each turn. Okay. Well, little did this person know that Bo has taken self-defense classes as part of a research for a listicle, so actually has two strength. Eee, not enough. That's not a good roll. That's a four. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's a six total. All right. The person goes up and grabs you, and as they do, you feel that their their, their uh, outfit is a little, like, different. It's almost like it's, like, rubber insulated. Oh. And while grappling, they try to basically lurch you over one space to land you directly in the, si in the center of this electricity field. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> of course, they're not going to be able to do that until the next round, but you are going to be considered stunned for your next round. So next up is the large boy who swung the weapon and it got stuck inside the shotgun of the medium-sized person, the bookish person. The weapon gets stuck inside of the chainsaw and just lets it go and goes, I don't need this, and reaches forward with a hand as the bookish person goes, no, 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 and he grabs him on the head and then just slams his head into the wall, turning him into a pulp, executing him in front of all of you. He then pauses, puts a foot up on the gun and pulls out his weapon and then turns towards Callum and says, I'll collect my money now. And then reaches down and begins shoveling the a massive amounts of piles of money into a conveniently stored sack on his waistband. Next up is gonna be Dennis Thurgood. I think I'm gonna go against this dude. I'm going to roll to hit. A seven plus nine, that's 16. 16? That does hit. Yeah, just barely. Okay. Nice. Oof. All right, so that's 14. Then we roll advantage on the damage. Uh, that that finishes him. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Already wounded by Dexter, uh, this hacker, um, you, you turn the gun on him and the hacker goes, and types like one or two things into the thing before your guns just shred him to pieces. <laughs> and the hacker goes down. As the body falls and starts to hit the floor, suddenly this alarm over in the corner, the light begins flashing. Goes beep, oh, God. beep, 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 beep. As the body hits the floor. You notice one other thing. This big old turret, which was inactive the entire time, begins to hum and start moving. All right, can I can I roll to hit it? 
With your first round of bullets, they slam into the armored casing and dent it inwards. You see that it didn't really do enough damage, so you, t you, you know, and take a second and just hail of bullets, and the, the armored plating finally gives way, opening up a hole that becomes larger and larger as you just continue to pump bullets into this thing, laughing and, and screaming. It, it, it just, all of them go in, and finally the, the, the center barrels like bend backwards like an Elmer Fudd shotgun, and uh, the whole thing gives a minor explosion and stops functioning. Sweet, I am. <laughs> Bo, you are currently being grappled, which means that you're you're prone. You can't do anything. You can't act. You're considered stunned. Yeah, so I can still act. Okay. For stunned and neon knights, movement is disabled. I could roll willpower to resist it, but I may still act. Yeah, so you're not going to be able to resist it because you've been grappled. Yeah, but I can still act. I look at the guy and go, so you, you say you do know who I am, yes? Yes. So then you know about these, and I like flick my head, I guess, if he's got my arms. Mm -hmm. I flick my head to drop my spectacles, revealing my really gnarly cybernetic eyes. Oh my God. And what do these gnarly cybernetic eyes do? Well, these gnarly cybernetic eyes are x-ray eyes. Are you gonna give them cancer? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know about these, right? Sure. What about them? It's not really about them more what they're showing me. I don't think you need to worry about your long-term employment prospects. <gasps> Holy fuck. I suggest maybe you go home to your family or loved ones and make the most of your time. Would you say this is forbidden territory? Yeah, you're not supposed to be here. Cool. Uh, so because of my perk, I'm in. Uh, when I'm in Forbidden Territory, I get to add my history modifier to all roles when speaking to personnel in that territory. Uh, okay. That's a 14 total. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do an intelligence check to see if, if this person can figure oh, okay. out what you're talking about. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> it took me a second. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more your employment you should be worried about. Right, okay. <laughs> For my second action, what I'm going to do is try and find a... Uh, unions, you know, as we all know here in the Oasis, the unions are full of regulations and red tape and confusion and, ah, oh, you just can't get anything done if you have to check everything through with the union. Sure, we all know that. Uh, if I can use an investigation role looking at him and see if I can figure out anything he's doing that would break union rules or regulations. Give me a history check first and then an investigation. Uh, well, I have history plus three. So here is a uh, an 18. You scour your mind and, and you come across a long forgotten section uh, of, of union rules and policies. Now Excellent. give me an investigation to see if this person is breaking any of them. Uh, that is a 25, baby. I've read the regulations. <laughs> Damn it, I may as well have written them. I've written everything else. You, like, even while being restrained, you can kind of <laughs> glance at this person's uh, material and you scour your knowledge for any sort of union rules or regulations that they might be breaking. And you realize that it could be argued that this person is making an unsafe work environment or an uncomfortable work environment for certain other employees because the clothing that they're wearing is tight rubber and could be considered to be some sort of fetish wear, which would be very, very against tight union protocols uh, and, and would be fireable offense if anyone were to find out about this. Friend. That outfit, 
Rubber? Latex? Some might say latex. PVC even. Hmm. Oh, what? No, this, no, 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 this outfit, and he pushes you away and starts grabbing us. No, this is like, it's an insulated outfit so I can get near the electrical stuff. This is OSHA compliant. This isn't a, and you, you've clearly rattled him. <laughs> well, the union wouldn't like to hear about that, would they? Well, uh, uh, Perhaps you'd better go change. The union's not going to hear about it. I'm, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Fuck. Up next. Wait, you're going to put something inside a someone's body on company property <laughs> while wearing that revealing outfit? <laughs> it's a good job I'm here because I'm going to expose this thing that I really don't actually want to joke about because it's a very serious topic. But you know what? You get what I mean. Yeah, you've you've clearly shaken this person and they have completely let you go. And they're like, no, 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 no. This is, this is like for my job and stuff. <laughs> They don't appear to be being hostile towards you anymore. Hell yeah. Sputnik, there isn't anyone that you can see around you that appears to be hostile, minus maybe the large person who is not hostile towards you right now, but is gathering up the massive pile of money on the floor. Sputnik turns towards Dexter, gestures towards the big dude, and just goes, employee or union? Uh, Dexter looks left, looks right. Opens his wallet. <laughs> Union. He doesn't even say a word. He just <laughs> starts strolling towards him, like completely just calm. <laughs> You're within striking range, and this person is not looking towards you, so you get an additional advantage on top of whatever bullshit you're just about to pull out of your pocket. I'll do my big fuck off melee attack as one is wont to do. So that's a 22 to hit. That hits. You don't even need to do the additional rolls. That That is enough to hit. All right. How do you want to execute this person? <laughs> Sputnik kind of wants to keep the money clean with the chainsaw, just like slices the bag off quickly and stands between him and the money and just runs him straight through with the fucking chainsaw. You slice the bag, it falls to the ground and goes, hey, I was holding that. And then you, you shove it right underneath him and goes, and you rev up the chainsaw and just continue to run it through his guts until he sort of like slides off of it and collapses to the ground. You quickly kick a couple of stacks of money away from the steadily growing pool of blood. Betrayal does not pay. Next up is going to be stealthy person. No, I'm, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to make sure you can't get out and tell anyone about this. And pulls out a large revolver and oh, uh, attempts to shoot you, Bo. 15. What is your AR? Mm, seven. Ooh, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, that does 1d8. <laughs> That's a one. <gasps> oh, oh, thank and God. And then the second shot, 12. Oh, my God. That still hits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fine. I'm still alive. The whole crowd, you hear two gunshots. Dennis, maybe you might be the only person who can see what's going on. So I guess I'm going to try to see if I can shoot the guy that's given that shot. That's 45 feet. That's going to be a disadvantage. 10 plus 9, 19. Yeah, that is. <laughs> all right, all right. This is why you're citizen of the year. Okay, so that's 25. So, Bo, you grab your side and kind of like, ah, like right after you got shot, and you look up and are about to curse this person when they open up their mouth and suddenly their head gets blown off from a distance and the body collapses on the ground in front of you. You turn around and do you strike a pose? 
Yeah, so I raised my light machine gun and got him. <laughs> the party gathers together in the main room, having just eliminated basically anyone that was standing in their way. They all sort of look at each other and survey the stuff around them and are feeling pretty good about themselves and getting ready to set off throughout the rest of this facility when suddenly a voice sounds over the intercom. Oh. Hello there, chits. That's right, it's me, leader of the unions, all the unions, Union Jack. Ah, Union Jack, not Union Jack. Oh no, it's Union Jack. Oh no, it's Union Jack. You simple fools are too late. You think we care about some bloody facility? You lot don't know who you're dealing with. Oh, and look at you. It's Dennis Thurgood, Citizen of the Year. Ah. Protector of the Oasis, right? Well, the Oasis is changing, love. Unions are in charge now. And to make that official, I've arranged a little business meeting with the founder of the Oasis, Baxter Callum himself. And if you don't lay down your arms right now, I'll pop them right in the head, I will. And you wouldn't want the blood of Baxter Callum on your hands now, would you, Dennis? Thanks for listening to Episode 2 of Neon Knights in the Oasis Deconstruction. Neon Knights in the Oasis is the true and accurate people's history of the Oasis and the origin story of our local everyman hero, Dennis Thurgood. This sponsorship by Callum Productions has managed to put protein paste on our plates for a little while longer, but we're still doing our best to sell out to any corporation who would have us. While we work on our image and consider rebranding as a mouthpiece of capitalism and the free market and all that, we're more than happy to shill for you instead over at patreon.com slash talesfromtheoasis, where you can pay us to say basically anything you want and have it show up in an actual episode. We are desperate and have no standards. So please sponsor us today and let us be your mouthpiece for your capitalist dreams before our offer vanishes like an NFT on Seth Green's computer. Stay put for episode three to find out what happens next and remember Remember, studies show individuality expressed through dress or behavior helps boost office morale. But do you really want to risk that kind of union rhetoric gaining a foothold in your workplace? Dress the way you want to work, sensibly, and doing exactly as your boss asks. <laughs>